as a user, you go through multiple channels and you as an e-commerce owner should be present there and should be creating value and would be should be interesting to, to that particular potential buyer um, at the end of the day. Hello and welcome to the Ecom Ops Podcast. We believe that there is more than enough content focused on e-commerce marketing and not enough content celebrating the real heroes of e-commerce, those running the operation. Each week, we find and interview an e-commerce operations expert to share the secrets behind how some of this industry's most exciting businesses are run. I'm your host, Norbert Strappler, the CEO of SyncSpider. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ecom Ops Podcast. Today I'm talking to Justin. Hi, welcome to the show. Hey, hi. Uh, nice to meet you and uh, nice to see you uh, speaking. And um, I hope uh, we'll, we'll have an interesting talk today. Yeah, we will. Absolutely. Um, the nomen est, uh, est omen, I would say. So um, uh, Justin has uh, the, the company... At Kings, and we're talking today about um, online marketing for e-commerce. How to grow your business using different kind of ads, um, especially Facebook and uh, and Google Ads, which are very good for uh, selling your products. But um, Justin, tell me a bit about yourself. How do you get into e-commerce? Um. Into, uh, I would say it's more like a digital, and and then we kind of uh, got interested in, in e-commerce in general. I guess the the biggest interest of mine was that uh, you import a certain amount of money, and then you get something back. Either you get or not. So there's a direct uh, result uh, straight away that you can measure and improve it on that. So this is something that caught my interest. So I, I think in the, the background starts, you know, um, not in, in a digital and so on, but after some time, I just was interested as in actually creating or like working, uh, creating a job for myself or like working that somewhere where I could be in, in any kind of uh, place in the world in a way. So that's how I just started looking into digital marketing in, in general started with some courses and so on then went to like a an internship and then started working in an agency and uh, that was like more kind of a pr uh, agency uh working actually a little bit more with uh, b2b businesses um and uh, i was like maybe the second or the third person which were focused more in digital and started working on their digital department in a way um, so yeah, worked there a bit, but then at, at the same time started uh, my own e-commerce uh, store uh, locally. Started running ads, building the shop, all all the rest of the things, and then uh, started freelancing, uh, doing some social marketing in a way for like some local businesses, e-commerce businesses, building some websites, and and so on and. Yeah, after I think year, year and a half, we we started um, at Kings with my partner, who been in in e-commerce uh, longer than me, way longer than me. So yeah. And what does at Kings uh, set you um, apart from your competition? What do you make better? 
I think it's just uh, we, as an agency, wanted to be, uh, let's say, different in what type of um, of an issue we saw in the market. So um, there, there are thousands, I would say, agencies and freelancers and so on who work in digital. So it's hard to, to say how you're like very different. Or so I, I think we just are focused and we know what we can do and and we do it good, <laughs> which is to be honest is hard even to find. Um, just to 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 go to do good what what you're like promising or so, and I actually not over promise some things because there are like so many uh, misleading information that people just overpromise uh, and which is not possible. People are not educated enough and so on. So I think we're just uh, very honest, open with our clients and we act more as a partner, not just a service provider. That was like the main thing that we wanted to be is like become a partner and work with the bigger businesses where we could act as a partner. Um, so yeah, I think we just purely focused on, on e-commerce. Uh, that wasn't a, a big thing, I would say like three years ago when we started now more and more agencies do that. Um, as well, we have specific channels on what we focus on, on what we're good at. And we understand how the e-commerce businesses should be grown. We have grown businesses to like mid eight figures. Um, and so on. So our actually main priority is someone who is doing seven uh, figures, somewhere around seven figures, um, could be early, mid uh, seven figures or so. And we just focus uh, on the best on, on, on what we do and uh, not to tr- try to, to prove anyone uh, something. So to be honest, this is what our clients say that uh, why they like uh, working with us. And we we have we want to try to have more skin in the game with them as well so we we guide them through the whole journey because um as we see there are like different levels uh, that e-commerce and general business go through and it's not about advertising it is a, a lot about uh, business development in in general how the e-commerce uh, as a business should evolve and when and what decisions should be made so we just don't uh, focus only like just doing ads and that's it and leaving out, uh, you know, our clients do the rest while they not necessarily know what to do specifically at one or another situation. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Well, on your website, you mentioned that you focus on creating a next level team culture, a place for everyone to grow individually as well as together, creating a positive impact of incredible uh, proportions uh, in the future of business and people's lives. Um, tell me about that team culture. What have you done to take it to that next level? Uh, so from the very beginning, there were like two focuses. Um, if it is a client, but at the same time, uh, we are huge believers. If if the team won't be happy, uh, what they do. Uh, they won't spend enough time and put enough efforts while working with clients. So at the end of the day, as a first priority, it should be a team. So if a team is happy um, and they're interested and motivated, 
So then they won't necessarily count as specific hours or how much time they invested while working on the, with one or another client. So that's, that is something that we believe in and that's what we focus on. From the very beginning, we've been a remote team um, and yet we are still a remote team. Um, so prior to the whole pandemic and so on, our goal was uh, to meet with everyone at least once or twice a year. So we had a chance to do it once before before uh, everything kind of uh, uh, shut down. So uh, what it was like beginning of uh, 2020, uh, we actually flew everyone uh, to Bali, Indonesia, and uh, did both planning and retreat with uh, with the team that we had at that moment. Uh, so we stayed here um, over a week, I think, like ten days or so. Like uh, we rented the villa had uh, um, planning sessions, did some fun activities and so on. So pretty much everything was was covered from our side. So just investing in a team just to meet them and as well uh, have some fun. Uh, so this is where we created together actually values of, of the agency and so on, because I think people should be somehow involved and they should relate to uh, where they are, what what they do. And yeah, uh, but uh, but now we're, we're like, since we cannot meet that easily, uh, we focus a lot on, um, on just in general, uh, bringing a good culture to the team. So we always actually have feedback sessions, uh, both like with the team members and uh, court evaluations and so on. As well, we every second Friday, we actually do uh, um, team kind of games and, and so on that we play online, uh, organize something interesting that is led by by like solving some kind of murderous case or something or like some yeah. kind of a other type of thing. Just engaging in, 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 you know, investing money into like some of the educational stuff and so on. So these are like extra things, but I think the most important thing is just to have as well uh, great other team members um, ensure that you're listening to the people and you adapt to their needs as well. And as well, you have great clients with with whom they enjoy working as well because uh, there's like so many different clients that are pretty shitty clients so as well i think that's important that uh, clients would respect you and, and so on so then as well the type of the businesses or product that they're selling would be interesting as well for a team at the end of the day that's i guess the biggest motivation is is like continue improving and growing as individuals so yeah. you know that's part of of the job of ours and with whom we're working together got it awesome well it's great if 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 you really do things like um yeah playing together um is is is, is uh, online games is really um i think much fun for the team as well um Talk, talk me more about your stance on uh, acquisition channels. Do you think uh, the businesses can sometimes become a bit too obsessed with uh, this approach? Um, so, are we talking about, let's say, one of like acquisition channels? So let's say, like Facebook or so. Facebook, yeah, Facebook, Google Ads. Can you do too much on that? Can you be too much obsessed on acquisition channels? Is there anything you could do to um, maybe improve the um, conversion funnels or funnels itself, itself or, or get people back on, 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 on regular ways like newsletters? I think it's uh, these days it's, it's a must actually to do it. And that's why it's 
kind of we do it as well. It's it's in in advertising world like uh, uh, it's it's called omni-channels or like multi-channel approach. Where when you and now it's like a multi-step uh, approach at the end of the day uh, because. Yeah. You go, maybe you got interested on social, then you went to the website and you get a retargeting ads, like not necessarily like on, on, on social, but then maybe um, on, on AdWords as well. Maybe you saw some someone on like on YouTube um, or uh, you went to the website, you read something that is interesting. Or so, so yeah, at, at the end of the day, as a, as, a, as a user, you go through multiple channels and you as an e-commerce owner, should be present there and should be creating value and would be should be interesting to to that particular potential buyer um, at the end of the day. So I think the best at the end the best indication is if you're profitable or not. Um, and today uh, being profitable just with the acquisition channels um, it is pretty hard. Uh, fun fact, you, you know, two or three years ago. Um, one product stores were doing really good, just even like drop shipping or so. Um, however, um, you would see less and less of those because it, they're they're not profitable. Just compared to the last year, um, what we're looking at actually costs uh, CPMs uh, uh, cost per you know one thousand impressions grew. Let's say on Facebook. I think like 40% or so. Oh, wow. And we had some clients working with some clients actually for almost three years. And their cost per uh, thousand impressions or like cost per acquisition have increased like three times or so, even though a lot of stuff improved um, on of what we did and what they did. They're like average order value increased, conversion rate increased, better creatives and, and all the rest of the things. However, just as a channel, it just uh, it is pretty expensive. But still, it, it, let's say if we talk about Facebook, it's like still the biggest channel uh, where you can reach the biggest amount of people. Uh, but it it is becoming, I would say, more as an awareness channel. And um, if you would look even to some of the more sophisticated e-commerce businesses. Uh, or in some industries, uh, you're not even actually expecting to be profitable from just running ads. You pretty much focus on a break-even or like small profits. And if you have, you know your numbers, and if your funnel, um, other channels are supporting you, then you're you're looking forward actually to to make the money in a second or third purchase. Mm-hmm. Something similar that some of the system as a software uh, uh, SaaS businesses are doing as well. They usually lose the money, but then since they're based on a subscription, usually you know in a they know their turn rate or so. Usually in the third, fourth month or so, they they start getting uh, being profitable. So. It's a must. Uh, you cannot avoid it. There are like very small amount of, I would say, businesses that can only just focus on acquisition. You need to have really good average order values and the profit margins um, to be profitable. Um, but definitely there are opportunities, but definitely you you need to do like email, conversion rate optimization if you have enough traffic, AdWords and so on, just because this will make you more profitable at the end of the day. And that's how now um, the whole industry is just more and more uh, competitive. It's, it's yeah. a must to do. 
fully agree. And especially with this increased pricings, um, it's um, going to be, of course, hard if you need to get your customers at the first um, at the first purchase. If you want to get the money back or the return on investment on the first purchase, it's it's really something that is very hard. Um, only if you are the producer of a product where you really have the full margin uh, and not just um, reselling things, um, it, it, it will be a bit more easier to, to have the return on investment um, at the first glance. But typically, it will take one or two orders um, to, to even get the money back, right? Um, you are also um, a freelance marketing consultant and you have for sure interviewed and met with dozens of entrepreneurs in your career. Um, what are some of the more common mistakes, uh, marketing mistakes, you've seen uh, in e-commerce or that you've seen uh, that e-commerce professionals make over the years? Um, I would maybe look at more as uh, what are the biggest kind of mistakes in e-commerce in general. Not necessarily sure like on uh, what consultants were, so there was like so many different things that could be done. But if we look in general, uh, if if you would be an e-commerce owner and would you want to build an e-commerce business, uh, there are definitely some things that you should have in mind. And everyone faces the same issues uh, at some point. So I, I think what's really important um, to understand is that what type of business you're, you're, you're making. So either you have your own shop or you're selling product through marketplaces like Amazon or so. This is a very different type of a business. And um, and doing business uh, on these two different places uh, should be done. Like it, it, it will be very different because we have clients who are coming, they're pretty established on Amazon. And now they actually want to start organizing their own shop or they have already shop, but they don't necessarily have a lot of sales there. So they want to have more presence on their own shop and actually be responsible for the whole funnel and have the contacts of the customers uh, that purchase from them. But they usually come with the same mindset that how they do business on Amazon. And it's like very, very different. I'm always saying if, if you're good on Amazon, it's a great cash cow uh, for everyone. Um, however, you know most of the sales will be coming if if you've been like long enough there and you have enough reviews or like in general how how good um how many reviews you have and what people are saying and how good you know your like um your seo like uh, uh is is working so if you're in a top listing that's great you'll be getting you know sales of uh, a lot of sales hundreds of thousands per month but this is mainly what you do. You have some ads running, but not as much. Like if, at the end of the day, it's based on the search intent already. So people mm-hmm. are already are searching. That's a warm audience. However, if you go to your own shop, you don't necessarily will appear anywhere. So what you need to do is actually you need to advertise and put yourself out. Um, meaning your cost of acquiring the customer will be straight away higher. Um, so I think what's, you know, just by saying this, um, people need to understand that uh, uh, there are certain profit margins that every e-commerce business should have. 
the smaller of a profit margin, if if you have about a, like a profit margin of like 50% or so, around just a 50%, this that might be very hard for you to be profitable from the first uh, sale. That's why your business will need to be uh, more advanced. Uh, you will need to rely more and more on uh, repeat purchases um, or your average order value will, will need to be way higher. So somewhere closer to $100 or over that. And at the same time, um, your email marketing campaigns or so should be like the back end of like a warm like uh, audience and so on. You should be getting multiple purchases. However, um, you know, if, if you have about 70-80% profit margin, then it's a little bit different type of a story. But usually if a business is coming from Amazon, there's like no one that has uh, such a margin because uh, uh, you're competing on price on Amazon at the end of the day. So you cannot have a lot of like big margins or so. So this yeah. is uh, one big mistake I would say. People just don't understand this. Um, another thing I would say is just, um, it's always changing. So you have to just adapt, Dep- you know, you just have to adapt as a business. So it might be that you, you need to introduce new products because your average order value is too little. You're not profitable enough. You just need to do it. Uh, maybe you'll see that your lifetime value is too small. Again, you need to invent new products, bundle those and, and so on. Um, if you see that your, you know, I don't know, competition is increasing or so on social media, maybe you'll need to start pushing uh, more creatives, um, uh, making more qualitative uh, creatives and, and running, you know, more qualitative ads. Um, um, look into funnel, improve your website, Im- improve the funnel, um, work with potentially like influencers. Or so focus on a certain percentage that is getting from emailers. It's it's always changing and people often don't understand that. And they just think that they have nice product, nice reviews or, or so, or like their product, as, as people are uh, saying, you know, our product product is, you know, better than any other competition. No one knows that and no one really cares that, about, about it. Like if, if your competitors are just advertising better and they have like the numbers in the right place, they will buy from them. It, no one cares because no one necessarily know and you can say that your product is better. They not necessarily care because they haven't bought it. They haven't tested. So yeah. still, you know, marketing matters a lot. So I would say these would be the, the biggest ones um, that people just don't understand um, often and they have a different and this, uh um, approach or the thing is like really easy. It's, it's not, it takes time and efforts and investment and resources. Um, later there's like more specific stuff while you're, when you are like at a hundred K at a 200 K 300, 800 K a month or so. Uh, that's why actually we've been, uh, in the last, like it's, it's about a year that we've been focusing and we've been, writing a book for as well e-commerce owners actually talking about these different levels and what is important from the mindset, marketing perspective, and some other things just because there's aren't enough resources, to be honest, uh, talking about e-commerce in general and uh, and going through the, these different levels. And we have seen it and we just want to, to put out something practical as well. That's great. That's awesome. Do you have a link to the book? Maybe later on we can post it under the 
um, under the blog post of this podcast. Um, now, what what is the most uh, common e-commerce solutions um, that people are using to sell their goods? What what are your customers using? Which stack? Uh, so most of our customers are based on on Shopify platform, uh, yep. and then on Shopify platform, you have a lot of different uh, um, apps and plugins that you would be using. Um, I would say a, a couple of uh, maybe apps that I would recommend um, in in general. What we see, like what we use, like not necessarily from the advertising perspective. But what I think is essential for every e-commerce. Um, so one of the things is actually related with finance, and people don't pay enough attention to finance uh, and their financials and knowing every day or weekly where they are. Um, and they just wait for end of the end of the month just to see their profit and loss. And uh, <laughs> month already passed, you cannot do anything about it. So what's it, it won't you know give you kind of anything. You just know where you are. So there's a, a nice app. There's like several of those, but we use uh, with pretty much all the clients. It's called Lifetimely. There's like order metrics and so on, but Lifetimely I think is like a little cheaper and it does the same uh, uh, type of work. Um, that's how we track it. Our clients' profitability because reporting sometimes um, sucks. Um, and so on, and we actually don't necessarily know all the stuff that is happening in the business. So it's really good, and especially at a, at a bigger expense, we had uh, clients, uh, you know, who are are generating uh, over 100k a day. So you want actually to know, and you're spending, let's say, part of like a big amount of sums, like 20, 30k or so a day on just advertising on one channel or so. So you want to, to, to know how profitable you are and what's being reported, what other channels are you know doing and so on, and what are the end uh, profits of, of the business like on a daily or weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Um, then another thing I would say, we, we, we focus more and more and we see that it's a huge need. E-commerce business just increasing average order value of a customer. Um, um, because they might necessarily not necessarily just buy one product, they will buy you know multiple products or so. You just need to stack your offer really well. So I, uh, I think a lot of um, uh, clients are using um, reconvert or like Zipify pages. I think there's like uh, some some other ones, but uh, mainly focus on like upsells. Crossells and so on right away when the client is going through you know through the funnel uh, itself, uh, but yeah, then with email it's like mainly a Clavio. Um, there's like yep. another one which is Omnisend as well. Um, not not all the clients are using, but I know them specifically. They do pretty much the same thing as, as Clavio is doing. Just uh, uh, they're just newer, um, and yeah, I, I would say these would be the main ones. Or like. All the time, like a small ones or so, but these are, I would say, the most essential ones, ones that that we use and that we recommend for our clients. Awesome! Yeah, thanks for these great tips. Uh, if you would give um, one advice to an e-commerce store owner, um, what he should do to improve the sales, what would be this one advice? Um. Either it it either it might be improve your 
creative game. If if you're advertising, just improve your uh, creative quality and uh, and the output that that you know you do, um, <clears throat> and just focus on the conversion driven kind of creatives. Um, uh, not a lot of businesses are doing that, and it makes a massive difference. Um, or um, as I've mentioned, um, focus on as well, like look at your business a little bit from the bigger perspective, how you can make more money from the same person that is buying either of like right away, like increase an in average order value, because that will make a, a massive difference. And we see that average order value is, is getting more and more important, uh, to be honest. Um, uh, previously, it was just like $30 was enough or like $50. Now we see if you're like focusing on doing the uh, cold acquisition, you need to have something closer to 100. It's, it's, it's just uh, not enough money that is left out, you know, between what you pay for product, for product and um, uh, what you sell for. And the rest is like, you need to cover marketing all the operational costs and all the different stuff. And it's like, then if, if, if the dollar amount is small, you, then you'll need to have huge volumes in order to make enough money for your business, um, Mm -hmm. uh, to continue, um, growing and so on. Um, so then average order value, or if, if that isn't much that you can do it and focus as well on, um, how you can improve the lifetime value because, um, what we often see, um, you will reach eventually a certain um, ceiling uh, with several products. Maybe they're really good. However, we are seeing with uh, with a number of our a number of our clients that you will reach the ceiling at 150, 200k a month, and you cannot break in. And after some time, you'll start. You know, the sales will start decreasing. Um, because you're not introducing new products that can increase the lifetime value for customers. So that is something that is really important as well. Mm, got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, last question for today. Who has taught you the most uh, about e-commerce in your career? Um, I... I wouldn't be able maybe to mention one person. Um, I like to uh, to get information from a lot of different uh, places, and I'm not maybe a typical um, like advertiser. So I'm more like a, acting more as a business owner um, in in a way, and just looking at the business from different perspectives. What can be optimized? What are the bigger strategies? And what are the people that can do it? Uh, but if we look from the e-commerce, I, I think you know at the end of the day, it 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 might be Ezra Firestone. I was just checking his uh, video as well on um, AdWorld conference. Uh, even you know today, uh, he's pretty pragmatic, straight to the point, and and so on. He is uh, sharing a lot of uh, good things, and he is uh, since he's been in 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 this uh, industry for quite some time. And and we see after three years where we're see, we're thinking in in a similar direction, and um, and yeah, it's just um, it's sometimes not necessarily about how you do just ads, but how you structure 
your business for growth as as well. So it's like bigger strategic things, uh, how you think and so on. That's why we we decided to to, to focus and, and talk uh, about this in in the book and uh, in a, in a podcast built to scale as well. Just focusing purely on e-commerce and what is the most important thing for e-commerce uh, businesses, not only from advertising, but I'm coming to the podcast as well, talking about operations, hiring people, working in a team, giving you know the responsibilities and so on. We're not a lot of people actually talking about this, but as a business owner or someone who is looking to grow their business, at the end of the day, you won't be the one who is running everything. Um, you'll be just managing people and setting the strategy. So if no one is talking and you're not aware of that, how you can get there at the end of the day, because otherwise you'll be always in a, in a process which is not really efficient. Um, um, you should just find good people to do it, but how to do it, how to manage them and so on. I think these are extremely important uh, subjects uh, that uh, not a lot of people are talking and we're trying to cover those in, in, uh, in our podcast built to scale as, as well from time to time. So, so yeah, but so. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much. Um, was really a pleasure talking to you and uh, we learned a lot today. Um, I, I think uh, some of the outtakes, um, get your creatives right. So um, uh, I think the advice that you gave is, is really um, important when you when you run ads that the creatives are um, are good enough then to have the right margins um, it, you need to consider that um, you need a few sales to get the money back uh, because the numbers um, um, the investments the cost per impressions um, all increased so much especially during the pandemic um, and and uh, you need to have the right margins to really run good ads and make a profit out of it um, get your products right and uh, play computer games with your teammates yeah that's that's really important to have fun as well on on the journey yeah. have fun as well thank you very much great yeah, journey bye-bye no bye And that's it for this episode of the Ecom Ops Podcast. If you enjoyed listening and would like us to find and interview more e-commerce operations experts, please search for Ecom Ops Podcast in your favorite podcast listening app and then subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time.